What is up, everybody? I'm Daniel. And I'm Jed. And today we're wasting our talent with... Steve McElroy. This is your second time on second our Second time, yeah. yeah. First time was with uh, Fearless Fools. Fearless Fools, yeah. Now today you are... With King Academy. King Academy. So tell us a little bit about King Academy. Well, I'm kind of excited that we're doing this on Father's Day because a lot of people in the King community call each other daddy. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> it works. Uh, yes. So King Academy came about when I was like on a road trip with my friend, and I was telling her kind of about the King community and, and how to do this, and she was just like, "Hey, you know what? You should teach this stuff to people." Because a lot of people are watching Fifty Shades of Grey. They want to kind of try this stuff out. There's a lot of safety involved with it and to do it correctly and a lot of misinformation out there. So uh, it's kind of nice to just have somebody come in and, like, teach people kind of, like, the basics for, you know, kink. So is it, like, uh, like BDSM yep. type? Uh, like, so you, do you teach, like, work, is like a workshop? Or yeah, is it's, it more it's, like basically, a... it's basically a workshop. So mm-hmm. it's a lot different from um, there's, like, pure romance play parties where it's, like, you come in and you're trying to sell something. Mm-hmm. Um, my class, you kind of pay for it up front, uh, and then I don't try to sell you anything. Like mm-hmm. I just tell you about the products, and if you want to buy something, you can buy it on your own. I'm not selling you anything, so <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a lot of pressure taken off that way. Mm-hmm. So what made you get started with this? Uh, yeah, like I said, my friend just, I was driving with my friend about a year ago, and she said, you know, you know a lot about this. And I used to be a teacher. Uh, in college, and I quit, um, but I missed teaching, and she's like, you should just teach people this, and I said, yeah, that's a great idea. So um, do, you, do you get people that come back, like, over and over again for the classes? Uh, not really, no. You no. only need to teach it one time, and it, it's good. And so the classes are broken down into four, yeah, about four different lessons. So first, it's, like, your basics and your basic safety rules and, like, how to set up a scene and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the second part of the workshop is like uh, rope work, and I teach you like intricate ways to like tie each other up. Uh, the third is about impact play and how to like do spankings and whippings and things like that safely. And then the fourth is like things you can use around your house to have a good time. Hmm. That's yeah. interesting. I don't know much about that improv. Yeah, yeah. It's probably because you're <laughs> old and frail to to get <laughs> to get kind of crazy like that. So. Oh, yeah, and I think that's a, a lot of the misconception with BDSM is, like, it's really scary. Um, the media does not help that a lot. Yeah. Like, basically, if you see any type of BDSM on television or movies, it's, like, it's either, like, for la- played for laughs, where it's, like, you know, look at these freaks, or it's, like, some serial killer in an SVU episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like doing yeah. that, and I'm, like, really, it's just a bunch of, like, people who are trying to spice up their sex life, mm-hmm. really, so. Yeah. Yeah, or you get the the sex crazed person who just like can't get enough. Right. So, like, uh, I, I want to say that was like a narrative in Nip Tuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it one yeah. of the main characters on there? Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since I've watched that yeah, show, but yeah, very long time. It definitely sounds like something in there. So, have you gotten any kickback on this so far? Like money or like backlash <laughs> oh backlash like, like negativity yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah actually like i uh i like i love to fight on facebook and usually like when i'm on uh facebook you you're arguing with somebody they check out your profile and they see like you know what i do and so they like oh, i'm not gonna listen to that guy who sells dildos for a living and i'm like you know I'd be okay with whatever you said about me, but like, I don't sell dildos. Like, that's, <laughs> not, what business, like, that's not even what the business does. Yeah. <laughs> so you just sell? I don't sell anything. You got to just sell classes. lessons. Yeah, lessons. I just basically sell classes. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You don't actually sell products. You're not pushing anything on people. You exactly. 
helping them ease into it. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, one of the complaints I hear about people who, like, um, have had pro- pure romance parties and, and things like that is, like, they feel pressured to buy all this stuff mm-hmm. and everything. And I was like, this is kind of different. Weird. Yeah. Well, I think that's an issue. And maybe, I don't know, maybe this has always been a thing, but it just seems like everybody now is selling stuff. Yeah. Like, everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like that, you know, the the person in high school that you haven't talked to in eight years that just randomly hits you up and is like, like, hey, I've got a new supplement. Oh, yeah. You like should try the, this. All that kind I of stuff. I got a yeah. new wrap. I got a cleanse. I got a... <laughs> Essential oils. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> something <laughs> you, that you should pay for that yeah. is definitely not mm-hmm. a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's just shaped like a pyramid. Yeah. It's just in that shape. (laughs) Somebody at the top makes a lot of money. Right. Not a pyramid scheme though. No. So where do you, where do you hold your classes at? I just, I go to, I travel. So I have like, I have a suitcase full of my stuff and then I just come to your house and you know, you host the party and, um, I teach you from there. So it's like a almost like that, like you said, pure romance. Like you go to them, exactly. Set up, and so yeah. it's it's not like you have your yeah. Own place it's very or, very similar to pure romance, but it's not but pure it's romance because yeah. I'm not trying to sell you anything. Yeah, huh. and we'll make sure the people know that. Yeah, he's not how, selling you anything. How far have you traveled so far? Uh, really, just Morgantown. I've only had like a couple clients of Morgantown because we're just okay. getting started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How far would you travel? Uh, maybe like. Buckhannon, maybe one or two hours out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't go crazy. And you live in Morgantown, right? I live in Fairmont. Oh, you live, yeah. okay, you live in Fairmont. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm not sure. Like I, I've never, other than like, you know, obviously seeing it in movies or TV mm-hmm. or on, you know, Pornhub. Right. <laughs> seeing it. So it's like I, I'm not too familiar with the whole BDSM side of things. So like if... As somebody who doesn't know much about it, like, what would you, um, how would you, like, explain it to them um, in a way that could get them, like, interested in it? Or if somebody was really like me that I'm not too sure about the whole, that whole side of things. Well, one thing about BDSM um, that I think helps a lot of couples, even um, who aren't into kink or, like, would not be interested in any of this stuff whatsoever, is it helps build up communication, which is a major problem with all couples mm-hmm. in both their relationship and their sex life. Um, and BDSM is really heavily reliant on consent and asking permission. So what it usually does is help start a dialogue about, hey, you know, I'm kind of into this. I've always been embarrassed to say that I'm into this because, you know, we're in a we're from a culture where we came from a bunch of Puritans where they're like, you know, we don't talk about sex. It's, it's oh, horrible, yeah. and dirty and <laughs> yeah. awful and scary. Mm. And so, um, it, it opens up that dialogue. So that, you know, if there's something you like and you've always want to talk to your partner about it, it's a nice gateway into mm. it. And one of the things I do, uh, in the first lesson too, is, um, I have like a checklist, uh, basically that I hand out for partners to use and they can, um, like you check like what they're interested in. Um, cause the BDSM, we have this thing called limits mm-hmm. and you have hard limits and soft limits and, uh, limits basically like you can't do this to me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like I don't want to be pooped on, you know, yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> ever. And if that's, if that's a limit and you list that when you're negotiating, cause mm-hmm. the first thing you do before you start a BDSM scene is you negotiate about like what is okay to do, what is not okay to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you list that as a limit, then you just don't do it. You don't bring it up and you don't try to sneak it in there, yeah. you know? Yeah, because I think, like, with the, 
like seeing it in movies and everything, you don't see that side of it. No, because it's just always just like the the act of doing that. But and I kind of understand from like an entertainment perspective because it's not that glamorous. Mm-hmm. Like uh, most people don't start out with paperwork before they have sex. You yeah, know? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I understand why they don't show it in the movies, but it's actually a very important part of the process. Yeah. So you have checklists that you give to to couples. Yeah. Um, so they can have that for you know use whenever they actually yeah whenever they want to try this stuff yeah that's interesting i didn't know that there was it was like that deep like i said like i've been skewed by movies and stuff so Mm -hmm. knowing that it goes further than just the act of that there's a lot yeah the most the most feedback i get from it is usually people are like oh i thought it was a lot more scarier than this Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) and it's like oh this isn't scary at all Mm -hmm. you know yeah it seems almost intimidating from like Mm -hmm. an outside point oh absolutely yeah that's that's been the main feedback so far mm-hmm. is like, oh, it's really intimidating. There's so much stuff out there mm-hmm. and there's like uh, some really big safety concerns depending on how heavy you get into it. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't have to be. Like it could be as, it could just be like putting on a blindfold, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, Which honestly, and some using people a feather, are, you know? Yeah. yeah. People don't, some people just don't like that. Just, yeah, just exactly. Being, you know, or being, you know, handcuffed or tied up or anything right, like that. Or choked or things like that. Mm-hmm. And I always find that out about partners well after we've been together. And that's something that I've always needed to work on is that communication yes, within a relationship. Exactly. And even just that aspect of it would interest me, like with a partner, because I'm just not good at communicating anything with anybody. Or so, having partners. Or having partners, too, the two. Let's not you. get into that side of things. Tell you I think it really highlights, though, like, you know, just this discussion that we're having, I think it highlights the need for better education on it because you know like he's saying and i you know i would echo that that most of what i know about it comes from just what i've seen on tv shows and movies and most of that is just stereotype right Mm -hmm. exactly so yeah Yeah. so how much are these are your classes i usually do about twenty dollars a person Mm -hmm. uh so usually like a class of five would be like a hundred dollars and that covers all four lessons that covers all four lessons oh wow it's about a three-hour course so so it's that's a pretty good deal for it. Yeah, so it, so that's all four courses in one evening. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. like a four-day thing. No, it's just one evening, and oh. I go through all four. Crap. Yeah. That's really not bad Now, and some of the lessons, like, last longer than the others. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say, I would say like, the rope course is the majority of the time just because mm-hmm. it takes so long to tie somebody up. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff we do is really intricate. We do a lot of shabari and things like that. Um, but And then some things don't take long at all, like the impact play. Mm-hmm. Like the, that, and that's like the spanking. That's like the spanking things and things like that, like that yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you plan on expanding in the future on what you offer course-wise, like maybe having higher-level advanced courses for people who are already into kink? Uh, y- yes, uh, hopefully. But again, that's going to take a lot of education mm-hmm. on my end. Like there's some things that I just, you know, I won't touch on or I won't, even in my private life, won't practice because mm-hmm. I'm not versed in how to do that. Things mm-hmm. like suspension play or, or with Electra play or things like that. Mm-hmm. Or some of the more hardcore things. Mm-hmm. So what is suspension and electro play like? So suspension is basically mm-hmm. like hanging somebody from the ropes okay. in the air, um, which you don't ever want to do if you're a beginner because oh, there's yeah. a lot of stuff oh, yeah. that can yeah. go wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like you, usually people have to get like certified in order to do that kind of hmm. stuff. Um, even to like obviously to teach it too. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I would even teach it, I would have to be certified mm-hmm. and all that. Hmm. Uh, do you have to get any certifications for doing this? Not really, no, no, because what I'm doing is I'm not doing anything that's, like, really dangerous. Yeah. Um, okay. 
So how did I'm assuming that you you've been into BDSM for a long for a long yourself. time. Yeah, I'm a yeah. I'm a hipster as far as uh, the BDSM goes because I'm mm. like I was into it way before Fifty Shades of Grey. Came around, <laughs> yeah. so. I feel like that skewed a lot of people. I never watched Fifty Shades of Grey, mm. but I feel like I mean just whenever it was out, everybody's like, oh my god, you know. I don't even know the guy's name. Obviously, he's gray. But Christian? Christian Gray. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They're like fangirled over him. Then, like, they, they're doing uh, Ted Bundy now with, like, the Ted right. Bundy shit. They're just like, they, people, not not just girls, I mean, guys too, but they just grab a hold of something that's fake. Right. And then try to, you know, model that, or they want a guy that's just like that, but a lot of people... Well, didn't it also, like, really kind of hurt the reputation because... Oh, yeah. Probably, yeah. Like, yeah, they wrote the majority him really of the badly. The community does not uh, like Fifty Shades of Cray. Yeah. Um, I don't like it, not so much because of the negative message it sends out or the misinformation it sends out, but also, like, the writing is really freaking terrible. Like, yeah. just awful. Yeah, <laughs> I remember uh, when it was, like, really big... I remember thinking to myself, like, man, I don't know, maybe like I should go read it, and maybe it's not as bad as what people say. It's and I worse. remember, like, <laughs> is it worse? I, I think worse. I got like ten pages in, yeah. and I was like, this is awful. Yeah, like not not like I've read better fan fiction. Yeah, not that the, like <laughs> not even to speak to the content because obviously I only got ten pages in, but just like the sentence structure and yes. just like the writing and the was reuse of the same awful. metaphor over yeah. and over again. like the vocabulary was like it was like a and no offense to middle schoolers out there there's no, a lot of really I'm smart middle you. schoolers out there yeah, it was like but it was like a middle schooler about sex. did a school project <laughs> yeah like it was terrible terrible yeah. but yeah i, I, I don't remember know what kind of deal with the devil happened to make that get as big <laughs> as it did but. i don't know i, I just remember uh seeing a lot of stuff about how, you know, people that were actually in the community were saying like, you know, don't glorify this because this really isn't what we're about. This is actually kind of abusive. Yeah. And it also sends the, it sends the same message that like, you know, if you're into this, you've got to be psychologically damaged and things yeah, like that. Like, which is not the case. And no, I'm like the most white bread human being. Alive. <laughs> like, it's honestly the people that you wouldn't expect yeah. that would be into it that are into it. Absolutely. Not the people like Jed where I'm be like, you probably do some weird shit, but well, you don't. <laughs> I mean, you I don't. <laughs> I mean, you probably do, but <laughs> no. But yeah, I've never. I think the most it's ever. I was blindfolded and handcuffed. Mm -hmm. I think it was the craziest thing. Yeah, and that's another thing I like to teach in this in the in the classes too. Is like a lot of people's first experience mm -hmm. with BDSM. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know the safety rules and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So they have a bad time. So they're like, "Oh, I don't really like this." Mm -hmm. But you don't know if you don't really like it because if it was done incorrectly, yeah, then you're going to have a bad experience. Mm -hmm. For example, handcuffs. Hate handcuffs. Mm -hmm. I would never use them in the first time because a they really hurt your mm -hmm. wrists. Oh, they were like um, the they're furry. super uncomfortable. Like, even the furries even though those, they kind of yeah, get like in the, there like. Mm -hmm. You'd rather want to use like a cotton rope or, or like a leather cuff for mm -hmm. comfort and things like that. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I like that. I'm, whole... I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, a lot of people, they try handcuffs because they're, and they're like, there's metal kinds that they get out yeah. of a Halloween costume and they're super uncomfortable and they're mm -hmm. like, oh, I didn't like that yeah. at all. Yeah. I mean, I think it was more the blindfolding yeah. side of it that was. What's well, cool? Dug it. What's cool yeah. about blindfolding is they heighten the other senses. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, touch is, is better and smell is better, and you can start to hear your partner's heartbeat and things mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah, I enjoy blindfolds, too. I don't think I could do blindfolds. You don't think so? I mean, you can barely see anyway. I don't think so. so. <laughs> no. Well, and another thing that I think Kinkatomy helps as far as relationships go, even though for people who are not into it, is it, 
it helps build trust because mm-hmm. BDSM is all about trust because you're basically you're being immobilized or you're having one of your senses taken away. Mm-hmm. And um, so you have to put a lot of trust in your partner. So that kind of builds an intimacy with your partner mm-hmm. a lot more than. Yeah, it's like you're it's not just, a, you know, something just to, just for your sex life. But I mean, it's like you said, communication and mm-hmm. trust, which, you know. Like now, communication's a huge deal, especially oh, yeah. with like the you know, social media and how easily it is to communicate, mm-hmm. like with a text or something like that. Oh yeah, and people don't know how to talk in person anymore. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. It's tough. And I've I've fallen into that too. I was actually just thinking the other day, like how easy it was—not easy, but like how much better I felt dating was back before Facebook was huge. Mm-hmm. Like even like the beginning of MySpace, like I enjoyed going out and meeting people. Now yeah. it's like I go out in the public and I'm like, hey, I don't want to talk to anybody. You know, it's like kind of... Yeah. <laughs> so, in which translates into relationships, it translates, you know, into friendships too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people Absolutely. can't communicate with each other. And maybe we should take a BDSM course together. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> go to King Academy. I, mean, I think, <laughs> honestly, like I'm really interested in doing it just, just for my sake, just so I can learn more about yeah. it. Because, like you said, being skewed by the media... Um, think a lot of people have been mm-hmm. so <clears throat> so as far as it like so there's there's obviously you know the one or maybe I, I might be wrong on this but like I'm not too sure like if I don't know how to word it somebody that does that like that ties somebody up mm-hmm. and then the person that is being tied up or does like right. do, do most time does most times does it go both ways well, there, there's three categories, all right? So you got your dominants or your doms if you're a, a female. Mm-hmm. Um, doms with an M-E, maybe dom-A. I'm not sure the French pronunciation of that. <laughs> um, then you have your submissives, who are the people who like to be tied up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have uh, what we call switches, and those are people who like do both. can do either one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I know. I'd, I think I'd be more along the... Switch. I think we did. We did something like that, didn't we? Take a like a quiz there or something. There was something oh, yeah. like that a really Cecily long, like a hundred question. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I think she she took the An class, obsessively long. Yeah, yeah. Cecily uh, sort of took the class. Sort of took. The Here's class. what happened. Cecily <clears throat> hired me to do the class, uh, at, but she had went to. A, this is probably bad. I shouldn't be talking <laughs> the story <laughs> on, the air, on the air. She's going to get mad. Um, but. Uh, she got, it was graduation day, so she was at a party, she got drunk, and uh, mm. passed out oh, during God. the day I was giving the oh, class. No. <laughs> Woke up after I had left and oh, was like, wow. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. She yeah, felt yeah. really bad, so, you know, I wasn't mad about it or anything like that, and we had yeah. a good time, so. So she actually paid for the class. Yeah, and missed it. And then wasn't there, but everybody else <laughs> but went. everybody else went, yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. Did Chris go? Uh, no, uh... So I feel like he would be so, somebody that'd be into that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could definitely see oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah for I think. Sure. I think, but I think he puts off like he would be like a dominant. But mm-hmm. I feel like no, he's I definitely. Don't, a I don't think he well, that's a, that's one of the crazy <laughs> things about it is usually people who um, are more dominant in their regular life mm-hmm. tend to be more submissive. That's why you get like a lot, all these high powered businessmen going to dominatrixes because. Mm-hmm. The best thing about being a submissive, too, is it's kind of a, like a release and it's kind of a relaxation to just like give up control, especially mm-hmm. if you're somebody who has to like make a bunch of decisions and in a really high pressure situation. Mm-hmm. The ability to like give up control for a little bit is psychologically like kind of healthy and helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then doms usually tend to be like people who are very, 
more submissive in in their daily life. Like for me, I'm like a total pushover. Um, so you're <laughs> in my day to day life. So I'm more dominant in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get our kind of a release that way. Yeah. <laughs> Curious. So, as far as do you, do you do any like dominatrix type classes or anything like that with it, or is that kind of part of it? Yeah. The the whole thing kind of. <laughs> kind of runs the whole gambit mm-hmm. of teaching like both um, how to be dominant and how to be submissive mm-hmm. in the same mm-hmm. same class because mm-hmm. it's more of an like I said it's more of an information class so and you have more is it more single people like just coming like by themselves or is I'm assuming that whenever you do these classes it's like a group of friends or yeah it's like, usually yeah it's kind of like a group of friends you know and mm-hmm. it's great for like you know bachelorette parties mm-hmm. or, or um, birthday parties or, yeah. or what have you um, just as like kind of a fun activity that's like not your typical Friday night type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> thing. So yeah, I've had both couples and singles mm-hmm. in classes. But you know, everything's on the above board. Everybody keeps their clothes on. It's not like debaucherous or anything mm-hmm. like that. We're just talking about sex. Mm-hmm. Now, how do how do people contact you about this? Uh, I have both a Facebook and a. Um, Instagram, uh, so you can contact me uh, via either of those, and then also we have a email address, which is kinkademy at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay. And which one do you prefer, people? Like if they want to, I prefer. I prefer they contact me. Period. Really, just, just, <laughs> contact just fucking email me. Yeah. <laughs> Your Facebook and Instagram is Kink Academy. Yes, Kink okay. Academy. Yeah. And I kind of lucked out on the domain name because nobody's had it before i'm like really no one's used this before okay because yeah that kind of surprised yeah me. yeah whenever obviously i knew you whenever you mm-hmm. i saw the email the king academy i actually i thought i'd heard of it before but i thought i'd seen it before and i thought it was like a, a bigger mm-hmm. honestly like a bigger organization than yeah i think there's a kink academy um probably which what is i was thinking yeah <clears throat> they so just weren't as creative yeah well. <laughs> I was right off their coattails, you know. What I'm saying their name <laughs> recognition. <laughs> so what's the what's the craziest? I'm trying to get craziest thing that that you're that you've ever done that you're willing to share. <laughs> I, <would like> to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's, it's so weird. Like, I don't know. Like, it's hard to tell. Like, what people think is crazy mm-hmm. and what people don't think. That's is true. Crazy yeah. Yet, you know. Mm-hmm. Like some people would think like tying somebody up is crazy, you know, and then some people would be like, "Well, peeing on somebody is crazy," you yeah. know. I think that's where I draw the line. Any yeah. kind of scat play is a little. Bit, yeah. Well, no, not not cool. With that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, I use yeah. I use whips. I think that's kind of mm. crazy too, you know, mm. uh, like, like floggers and things like that. Mm. And I teach you how to do that in King Academies. If you ever want to try to use a whip, we can talk about that. Yeah. Not a bull whip, um, but like just regular floggers and things like that. God, could you imagine? Yeah. Oh God, That's, <laughs> that would hurt. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and we talk about like things that are like, listen, don't start off with these things because like they're gonna cause a lot of pain. Like if you've got like a low pain tolerance, you know, don't don't use canes. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, people use canes. Yeah, people use canes. Yeah. Uh, I now I can tell you about like some crazy that. stuff that I've never done, <laughs> uh, but is crazy and out there. Things like figging. Which is um, you take the ginger root and you peel it, and then you put that in an orifice. <laughs> um, oh my! Or nettles. You ever you ever been mm. out in the woods and you run <laughs> against a nettle plant? Yeah. There's these plants that like have these like little 
oh, like this, hairs on yeah. them, and they hurt like crazy. Like people use those in play too. Um, and I'm like, that's not for no, me. Like no. I, have, I actually have a very low pain tolerance yeah, for. I don't know if I could. No, I know I had a friend. That would be insane. Yeah, yeah. I had I a friend in high school, and I don't know if you've ever encountered this. People wanting you to to help them with this, but he liked being cut. Yeah, which is to me that's yeah. a little too far. But he he always kept a knife, and he'd always have like cuts along oh, his wow. chest yeah. and stuff. Like, well, and there's people who like do the hooks, like they put the yeah. hooks in yeah. their skin, and they're suspended mm. by the hooks. That's what I thought you meant earlier. Whenever you were talking about suspension, yeah, um, which seems well, yeah. So suspension is dangerous, but then that that's, that's a whole oh, yeah. <laughs> other level yeah. of danger. Have you ever yeah. had anybody like ask you in a class about like anything? well beyond your comfort zone or things that you know about? Not so far. Um, and I, you know, I'll just be honest with you. I'm like, you know, I'm not trained in that. I don't feel comfortable teaching mm -hmm. that. And so, yeah, I'm so sorry. You but. mentioned before, and you just mentioned now the, the whole, you know, being trained and certified and everything. How does that work? I like think who does the there are classes you can go to. Um, just Google them and like look it up. Usually like bigger cities will have yeah. workshops and whatnot on how to learn how to do that kind of stuff like Pittsburgh or New York or things like that locally. Is there actually like an organization that oversees those trainings and stuff to make sure it's that more is there like a, a standard? It's more of like a bunch of different organizations. Like okay. usually, usually a community will have like kind of um, a big branch of people who are certified into that. Okay. Have you ever thought about expanding out, like into doing, like actually going to get your certification to do any of like the the crazier things, the suspension and um, eventually, eventually mm -hmm. maybe, yeah, depending on how this takes off. Mm -hmm. But again, like I have a day job, so yeah. you know. I can... <laughs> so you've got your day job, this, and then and then the, the and fearless, then fearless fools, fools yeah. um, so and then also uh, Shakespeare on the side too. So Shakespeare, yeah, Shakespeare. I stay. Pretty busy, yeah. So Vintage mm -hmm. also, who the same people who do the Fearless Fools mm -hmm. also has a, like a Shakespeare in the Parks kind of company too that they tour oh. the state with bring doing different works from William Shakespeare. Oh, so they're actually plays. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, so they're doing as you like it and Julius Caesar this year. So. Oh Caesar. You guys um, are you guys the ones that do the stuff down at Palatine? Yes. Yeah. The, like Shakespeare plays that Play, come okay. in. Okay. To yeah. Palatine, yeah, that'll be us. I've seen those down there. Hmm. I haven't actually seen one, but I've yeah. I've so if you uh, there, yeah, yeah, if you come to see uh, hmm. as you like it in Palatine Park, you'd be like, oh yeah, I listen to that guy talk about uh, kinky sex for <laughs> an hour, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll sign an autograph, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man of Matrix. So what do you do, to your, do during your your day job? Uh, or do you not want to talk about? I'd rather not. Okay, just right. just because of like <laughs> what I'm. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got you. Because it's it's kind of sad, you know, and that's another reason why I wanted to start this company too. Is like there's a, it's pretty stigmatic like there's a big oh, stigmatism yeah. <clears throat> uh being into this kind of community mm -hmm. um like you can't really talk about it out loud nobody really talks about it out loud again because we're not a very sex positive society you yeah know? so hmm. yeah that's why i asked earlier if you had had any any sort of backlash yeah. or anything because i know that, so far not too bad you yeah. know <laughs> this generally and i mean there are people who take it to an extreme like if they you know if they think that you're into Anything that they don't agree with, right. then they, you know, you're immoral, you're a bad person. Absolutely, you know, especially here, like in but this. I feel like in this state, like religious tattoos are kind of like <clears throat> just now becoming a thing. Mm -hmm. But like, you still get weird looks sometimes, mm -hmm. and people think you're a skinhead. Yeah. People think I'm a skinhead a lot. Yeah. 
And you know what? I'm a theist too. I mean, I believe in God and like, I honestly believe like God doesn't want us to not enjoy sex, you know, <laughs> like we should be able to talk about it. Yeah. I just think it's been so, like you said, like our parents and my, mm-hmm. like a lot of my friends, like they're, you always hear about like people having the talk with their kids. Like once they're like of age, I never had that. Like my parents never talked to me about it. Like we learned everything from, you know, like sex is bad from, you know, cause we were raised you know in church, things right. like that. And I didn't abstinence really, only, you know, yeah. like I think it's only used for procreation. Yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. I think my first like introduction to it was my, one of my grandpas, I found his, I mean, he had a Playboy collection. It wasn't just like he was had a Playboy here and there. He had like all of them, and I found it. I think I was I was young, and I was like my first. I was like, oh, titties. So like that's how I learned about you know the female body or whatever. But I was never actually introduced to it, you know, like you hear everybody's like, let's yeah. talk about the birds and the bees or whatever, and. And I think even sexual education classes, I mean, aside from like teaching you what STDs are, Mm -hmm. you really don't get that much out of them. Yeah. And And I think, I think it like, it irritates me because people are always like, oh, well, if we're talking to kids about sex, then they're just going to want to have sex. Like, no. Hey, everybody's going to want to have sex. Everybody wants to have sex. Like, if you don't, (laughs) you should see a doctor because like you might have a Uh, hormone issue. Yeah. Yeah, Either that or, or maybe you're asexual and there's nothing wrong with being asexual. Yeah. Okay. Or that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But. The the idea that you know talking about sex is all of a sudden going to turn yes, you know middle school and high school yeah, age 100%. kids into sex crazed lunatics, mm-hmm. they're already sex crazed lunatics. Like mm-hmm. everybody's been to high school, everybody went through middle school and high school. Like mm-hmm. right. people right, are going to have sex. Gays too, you know. Like mm-hmm. you can't talk about gay. You can't introduce. Uh, yeah. Oh God forbid. You can't, you can't no, introduce can't do kids that. to gays because that'll make them gay. When no. I'm like thinking, you know. It's not a choice. Like, I don't wake up every day and, like, I'm like, oh, do I like dudes or do I like girls? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not wear a blue not shirt or a green shirt. You're not you know just going to, like, saying? all of a sudden like, be like, oh, no, I got it. Like, you either, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You either like the same sex or you don't. So, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I remember my, my sex ed class. It was taught by, I forget his name, but dude was, like, 80. And it was so boring. And it was like mandatory, obviously. You know, you have to take your sex ed class. And it was at Bridgeport, and man, like I could not pay attention in his class. It wasn't like a, it didn't. Not that it didn't. Oh, me, they but were it was just so like, boring. Yeah, it was just like I don't care. And that was before I had ever had sex. I didn't. I didn't like have sex until I was eighteen. I mean, God bless the teachers, though, because I mean that's oh, going to be yeah. an awkward. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. All the. <laughs> Yeah, you know most of these kids. It's an kids awkward have... conversation. Like parents don't even want to do it, and then yeah. you're gonna do it for like thirty some kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like half like teach them how to. This is how you put on a condom. Right. It's like you know, most of the kids either more than likely have had sex. Mm-hmm. You know, I know most. At least they bragged that they had had sex. You know, when I was oh, in yeah. high school. Yeah, but but I think just sex in general is just. It's still in which it shouldn't be. Nothing should be taboo to talk about. Right. I think it's still very, oh yeah, a very taboo subject. I mean, we, I, our group of friends, you know, we're pretty open about anything. Like we talk about whatever. It's more joking, joking manner stuff like that. But in general, yeah, you know, people just don't talk about it. Except for Marshall, and I don't like to hear that because he's gross. <laughs> <laughs> he tells me it's like I, I don't I don't mind hearing about somebody's sex life, but when you get into that much detail, like, you just, I, that yeah. that's cool, dude. Like you're you describing smells and things yeah, like exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> uh, Marshall. Describing how he felt the earth kind of shift because mm-hmm. it's not actually round, it's flat. <laughs> and yeah, he's he's out there, man. <laughs> but uh, he's but, special. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's very special. So, um, what kind of advice would you? Uh, I'm trying to think, like, to give to people to maybe open up to, you know, if they're listening to this and they're kind of weird about, like, I mean, uh, I'd say I say just give it a shot, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. You're young. Life is short, you know. Just yeah. You don't it like it. You don't like it. You don't yeah. like it. You don't like it. You don't it. have to do. You it. might find out that you do like it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And it might not. But if it doesn't, you know, at least you like are learning to communicate with your partner. You know. And yeah. Yeah, and don't don't do it like <clears throat> don't hook up with somebody on Tinder and then try to tie them up because it's not going to work out too well. Yeah, my I feel like it's more of a my you have only to be in, <clears throat> experience with that with um you know anything well I wouldn't say anything at all kinky but like. My first experience mm-hmm. with anything remotely kinky, um, it was just sprung on me. Yeah. And mm. it was not okay. And and I, it took me a little while to get over right. it. Right. <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say like, you can't like uh, hook up on your first time uh, yeah. and do the stuff on oh, your yeah. first but time. Talk to but, people. You know, oh, yeah, but yeah, at least, but do it with somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Exactly. And like you yeah. said, you know, with the communication thing, um, that that was the main issue was yeah. that like I oh, didn't understand what was happening. There was no consent beforehand or anything like that. And I mean, I can tell you now, I, I'm I'll be married six years in a month, and I feel like my wife and I have pretty good communication. Mm-hmm. But even for us, like it's only been the past few years where we've really kind of opened up to each other and actually talked about sex yeah and you know hey what are you like what you know what are you like well what do you like this like you know going back and forth and actually having discussions and trying to figure out how we can make our sex life better and that's weird too because like when you think about it you've always liked this stuff right right you yeah. just never said but it. well you never mm-hmm. said it out loud like yeah. why why would you do that you know yeah. <laughs> like i like this i should tell mm-hmm. my partner that i like this you know and that's yeah. that's what's all about man yeah i think it's a, a lot of people are just Maybe scared. Yeah, exactly. Like scared or you don't want to be judged, or, you know. Yeah. And it's like, what if? But the, and that goes both ways. Like you know, say if Jed, if you liked something, but Jess wasn't into that, she's not the type of person that would think less of you for liking that, you know. Mm-hmm. And you guys have that kind of communication where you can yeah. talk about it. But I think a lot of couples, like especially me, with me and some of my exes, like I don't, I never talked about some kind of crazy stuff um, or kinky stuff. Um, sorry, I keep saying crazy. It's all right. That's a stereotype. I'm used That's to it. Yeah. For you, for <laughs> you, it is crazy. For me, getting out of bed because is crazy. Some, yeah. Um, but somebody's, somebody's touching me. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, it is crazy. But like not having that that trust to to know that that person isn't going to be like, well, I don't really, you know. Yeah. You know, it's got to be that back and forth. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want them go running for the hills. You know. Yeah. This is the thought process I, there, and you know, a lot of times it's probably not going to be that. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I've noticed with, you know, communication and sex is that for a lot of people, or not necessarily sex, but just intimacy, mm-hmm. um, and I've, I've heard this a lot, that, you know, if you have to talk about it and it's not just spontaneous, then it's, like, not real. Yeah, yeah. That is, it's like, that's dumb. Well, and that's it's the opposite so of, like, what BDSM like, is, too. Yeah, it's like, you have so to talk dumb. about it. Like, just because, like... Okay, sure. 
spontaneity is a thing. Awesome. Great. I'm glad, you know, if, if that's how it is, that's fine. But if, if you have a, a, you know, discussion with your partner about something, that doesn't make your experience any less valuable. Right. Just because you've discussed it beforehand. Absolutely. Or after or during. Like that, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Preach. That, and like, honestly, like the anticipation or like the lead up to it after discussion, if you're both into something, could be better than it just happening. Yeah. Honestly. And I'm glad <clears> you <throat> said like intimacy versus sex too, mm-hmm. because um, like BDSM usually doesn't even have to involve sex. Like mm-hmm. I've had, I've had partners before where like we wouldn't have sex at all. We, we just do kink stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because it is more of an it's more of an intimacy thing than it is a sexual thing. Like mm-hmm. there's things you can do that pertain to sex like, that are like strictly uh, sex based, but for the most part, the majority of it is more like foreplay and things like that. I had something. Had had gone gone. But you know, talking about spontaneity, I'll, I'll I'll take something if you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I had something. To you're know. talking about spontaneity too. I think. Um, ugh, this is a dangerous comment. Um, <laughs> I think that kind of mindset. I don't think it's the causation or anything like that, but relates somewhat to kind of the rape culture, or certainly doesn't help the rape culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't, we're not that concerned with consent because we're trying to be spontaneous but mm. what we what we lack i think as a society is the importance of consent yeah mm-hmm. in everything pretty yeah. much that's a big i, I mean, no, i agree like, i totally agree like it's almost like I, I see so much about like you know now i'm not saying if you spontaneously kiss your partner you're a rapist i just want to yeah, put that yeah, out exactly. there, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but like you I'm said saying I mean, as a societal aspect yeah <laughs> i mean it's become uh, a huge deal um obviously with you know what's his face and that Kavanaugh or, 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 or anybody. Which or, one? Yeah. The Stanford Weinstein. rapist. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Turner. Um, yeah. Well, stuff, stuff like that's obviously, that you know, guy. that was obviously, you know, rape. But I've also seen a lot of people who have consented to having sex mm. and then regretted it and then went to the police about it too. Right. So, and that, I mean, as a, as a guy, that's kind of, yeah, kind of scary. Well, I definitely to think uh, you know that they that if if that's possible for somebody you know wherever that it could happen to me. So it's like even if it is consent, it's almost like you want a contract before you have sex. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you need a copy of your driver's license, I need your signature. You know, it's kind of. I had a lot of conversations uh, when I was in the Navy still with my shipmates out there, and. Uh, that's a derogatory term, by the way. Shipmates in the navy. Yeah, oh. it's not supposed to be, but it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> what what is the what is the uh, proper uh, terminology? Uh, shipmate. It's just like generally, no one ever calls each other shipmates. shipmates. It's like you get called a shipmate if like you're in trouble, uh, and it's like you're being called that by a superior, or if somebody doesn't like you and they just want to let you know, like I don't like you, they'll call you shipmate. Wow. What do you typically call each other though? Like, fucker. Fuck. <laughs> like, That's very- semen? Uh, semen? Semen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I had a lot of uh, a lot of talks with both uh, men and women that served under me and with me, and uh, generally it was. I personally have never really been a big fan of the whole, you know, going out, being drunk, going home with somebody that you don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I generally tried to point people towards the direction of like, hey, maybe get their number, talk to them, mm-hmm. see what happens another night. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like, I don't know. It's, I mean, not not even just like, you know, the the potentially for them to, to claim rape. Yeah. But there's also, you know, you don't know this person, STDs, you know, and if you're mm-hmm. drunk, like, are you using protection? Absolutely. You know, things like that. I've, I've done yep. it a couple times. But I've all like, it's never been like one and done. Like I've always became friends with these people, you know. Yeah. So, well, but and it's it, still kind of, you know, going back to the whole <laughs> communication thing, it's hard enough to communicate with a stranger, and then so you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you're involving sex with it, mm-hmm. and like you were saying earlier, you know, the whole the spontaneity of it, and like. That I can definitely see where you know in a lot of cases that that leads to uh, rape. Yeah, frankly, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so, yeah. absolutely, and and the, you know I also teach in the class you know for single people you know what kind of red flags to avoid you know when you're trying to find somebody to practice this stuff with. Yeah, because this is something that I mean abusers do exist out there, mm-hmm. and you know we always say you know like BDSM without consent is rape. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and but there will be abusers out there who'd be like, you know, well, you're not a real submissive unless you do everything I say, or you're not a real submissive if you don't mm-hmm. use a safe word, um, or you're not a real submissive if you uh, have limits that you don't want me to do, but I want to do those things to you. Um, and the, all of those instances is just complete and total bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and that's why you have those, yeah, uh, those, those checklists. Yeah, from and so you gotta, so you gotta you know. let people know that, like, if somebody's saying this, you know. And acting like they're like you know a, a good dom and like a very somebody who knows a lot about the situation, they might not be. They might just be an abuser and mm-hmm. in disguise. You know. Yeah. And, you know. And I feel like that's that also like you know gets skewed by the media too, like especially like dominatrixes, mm-hmm. like how they treat you know people in movies and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. But you you don't like like earlier you don't see the side where they've you know consented to do this right and that, like you know and, and establish safe words safe and words. things like that yeah. yeah yeah but you also see it in movies where they'll say a safe word and and they keep they going keep yeah going. exactly yeah. which so, is which is which, which then it's no longer bdsm it's abuse yeah, you know exactly or yeah. it's rape you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> um so there is a there is a big distinction between those two things and i think that's societally we don't see that as much yeah. and we kind of equate them both as the same and it's mm-hmm. not at all the same way yeah i think this is good for people who haven't especially somebody like me or people who are listening that, that don't know anything about the side of it. Like it's not just what you see on TV. It's not just what you see in porn. Like there's a lot more that goes into oh, yeah. like BDSM well, or kink uh, stuff. There should be. Oh yeah, exactly. I think, yeah. I think that's, that's a big takeaway yeah, right. is well, that I, I imagine a lot of people who get into it um, for the first time, don't know like you, oh, yeah. like you were saying they don't know. understand mm. that there's all of this build up uh, you all, need to have I mean, these discussions yeah, and if you're and, if you're doing this like full time or you're real, or if you're part of the lifestyle or the community like you're always learning mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's times where i look back on like my early days of being a dom and i'm like oh man i should have done this differently i should have mm-hmm. done that I, I wish i would have known then what i know now you know mm-hmm. um and you're gonna i mean people make mistakes you know um but, you know, you can't shut off in the idea that, you know, I know everything mm-hmm. about this. Even so, as someone who's done doing this for probably over 15 years, I don't know. I would not even begin to tell you I know everything about yeah. it, you know. Right, yeah. 
Now, have you ever found yourself in a situation where you thought you might like something and then yes. didn't? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was spitting for one thing. Like I always mm. like whenever I see it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of hot. And then yeah. like I did it for the first time. Like, oh, I feel really bad about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I did not like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> Bust out a napkin. You're like, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like spitting on somebody else. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like my own spit. I don't know. I could do that. Well, some people Never like, tried it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. But, you know, if you get into, like, humiliation play, some people like to be humiliated, which is interesting because actually the same part of the brain that processes pain is also the same part of the brain that processes humiliation. Um, so if you're, like, somebody who, like, gets off to pain, you will probably also get off to humiliation because it's the same synapses that are firing. Yeah, is there. Michael home? Because we should rope him in on this conversation. See, I've, I've heard Does Michael some... like to be spit on. Is that why? See, my, my... <laughs> Michael was a uh, a receptacle for pain. Ah, yeah, like emotional, emotional, emotional. <laughs> 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 he's he shared a little bit about his behind the scenes stuff with me, but yeah. I'm not going to say because he's not here. I don't want to talk about it. But yeah, I told him about the interview today. I know he's here, but I think Brittany's off today so i think they're hanging out mm. so plus he's probably still they, he said the bed last night was miserably hard he couldn't sleep so mm. shouldn't but, have taken that free upgrade i know we went to a wedding yesterday oh and, nice so my brother was in the wedding party and got a hotel room and he said the bed was just miserable at the was it the marriott mm-hmm. at the, uh, surprising yeah. really really nice hotel mm. so hmm. but anyway back to what we're talking about mm-hmm. not michael not michael I don't want to have any part of thinking about my brother and sex in the same, you know, thing. That's I was ashamed of that. Yeah, I mean, it's West, <laughs> it's West Virginia, so he's also terrible. So, Wait, who me or? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Both. Okay. Well, see, I, I don't think I'd be into the humiliation, part, right? Because I don't. You get enough. I, I get of that. enough. Of that. <laughs> I get enough of that around here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't walk around with the boner the entire time. So there's you know, obviously you. not into. Well, that's another, that's another so. misconception about masochism too. Is like they think like if you like punch a masochist in the face, you know, they're not going to get aroused from that because yeah. it's like they're not considering it. The the, the atmosphere is not right. Like mm-hmm. where it's coming from is not right. Um, and a masochist is somebody that who likes enjoys to be, pain. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. See, and like I, <laughs> what? It's nothing good. <laughs> that's that's one thing that uh, that I've figured out is like I have a decent pain tolerance. Like mm-hmm. I don't, you know, think it's like extraordinary, but it's not. You know, it's there. Um, but for me, pain with sex, nope, can't do it. Right. Like, don't like even it. even <clears throat> to the point that like you know if if we're getting into it and she's you know grabs onto me too hard with her nails yeah, or something i'm, I'm just the like, same nope, way no nope. like, like I, let I go always, that hurts i always tell people like don't scratch me i don't like that yeah. <laughs> like i am the exact opposite it will take me 100 out of it you know <laughs> yeah i will tell uh, i'll tell a funny story um so i actually told everybody at work this whenever i was at uh well i won't say where but where michael and i were okay gotcha. yeah. um <laughs> but uh the first time that Jess ever choked me, I was like... I like stories that start out like that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, like, go for it. Like, let's do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And my my wife is very strong. Oh, like, yeah. Like, power lifted before. Oh, wow, yeah. Like, like was starting to get into bodybuilding um, and probably is stronger than me now. Mm-hmm. And she's, um, what, five foot? 
and a quarter of and an inch. And a quarter of an inch. Oh, she, yeah. She's very, very tiny. small, yeah. but, a little wee but little she's very house. strong. Yeah. yeah. She is scary. And, uh, <laughs> and like, I don't think she's ever choked anyone before. Oh, okay. Like, I did, I've grappled and wrestled mm-hmm. like most of my life. So I'm very familiar with like, you know, the amount of pressure that you need you to can put, put in. Yeah. Yeah. She's not. Um, so <laughs> she just went like full out and closed my windpipe pretty much oh, immediately. Geez. And you know how that makes you like cough? Yeah. And, like, mm. yeah. I like, I was like grabbing and like, oh my God. <laughs> like, you gotta stop. <laughs> so we worked yeah, on that. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, I remember telling everybody at work, I was like, it was like, you know, a gorilla had me. <laughs> just strangling me. Like. <laughs> and I came instantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, it was interesting though. Uh, yeah, one thing I I talk about when I talk about choking too is like just doing things where your partner has complete control of how much they mm-hmm. want to be choked. You know, mm-hmm. like putting your like not applying pressure but letting them apply the pressure. Yeah, mm-hmm. or it, even using like collars. Collars are a great way to do that because it's something again where they're applying the pressure to themselves, so they're just choking themselves with the amount they feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, also like to have like a. There's sometimes where you can't use a safe word. For example, if you're being choked, you're not going to be able to talk as easily. So to yeah. have like a nonverbal safe word, like a like a three taps three or something taps, like yeah. that. Yeah, the choking, scratching, biting. That's right up in my wheelhouse. You yep. do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do that. Hair pulling. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends. Depends. Oh really? Not okay. the fucking beard. Oh. That, oh no, that no. hurts. I. You can pull my hair all you want, but do I've had girls pull like. My facial Rather hair, that, yeah. I do not like that, no. I've honestly forgotten what it feels like to have your hair pulled. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> it's been a very long time. You should just grow the back out, just like a little, <laughs> like a skull. Do like a Steven Seagal. I know. We'll talk about our tattoos yep. later. We're we supposed to be getting that. these tattoos that are Steven Seagal. They're a little Seagal, but it's Steven Seagal's face. Did you know that that is actually oh, a nice. band? Steven Seagal? It's called like Steven Seagulls. Nice. I did not know that. Yeah. And right. it's a band. Huh. I had no idea. Yeah. Now, did the Seagulls have the ponytail too? Is oh, that, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's nice. how we were going to yep. do it. <laughs> and he was going to be like in a, Didn't that come from like Marshall a karate too? stance. Did you talk about Marshall again? How he mispronounced that and then thought Jeff Goldblum was gay? <laughs> Because he was like, who's Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, I think it was. Because like, then, oh, he's in Jurassic then Park. He's Zach like, oh, started the making fun of Jurassic him. Park, and it's like, no. 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 I mean, I guess guy in Jurassic Park could was have Wayne been. Knight. What's that? I said the gay guy in Jurassic Park was Wayne Knight, mm-hmm. wasn't it? But <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess there was no point in the movie in which his character ever said that he wasn't gay. That's true. That's true. That's very true. I think he meant like in general, like not that his character was. But he oh, that Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum is was. gay. Yeah. I, I think know. at least three of the five dinosaurs were gay. Oh, I guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about yeah. representation, though. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like um, I've always loved Jeff Goldblum, and like everything he's been in is great. And I didn't realize how fucking dirty he is until I watched The League. Oh he yeah, played, mm-hmm. um, what's God, that was a good show. It, was it his dad? His dad, like, Ruxin's dad. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, have you watched it? Uh-uh. Oh my God, it's a funny show. It. It's uh, fantasy football. It's just called the league, and they do. Like you know how many times season. you've explained to me what the league is and told me to watch it? <laughs> really? Every time it. you bring it up, yeah. and Eventually I tell you that I've never it. seen it. Yeah, you need to watch it. 
It's on Netflix, yeah. I think, isn't it? I think so, yeah. It yeah, was. Oh. I would think it still is. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. They keep taking good shows off there. It's mm-hmm. when I stopped using Netflix. It's like they took Scrubs off. They've taken... <sighs> I still have it. I actually just upgraded to 4K Netflix. What is that? Oh, where you get 4K Netflix. Yeah, really like that. crisp picture of mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm you keeping see every Netflix. bag under his eye, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm keeping Netflix around because mm-hmm. they're... Uh, their their TV shows that they have are getting worse, but the movies and TV shows that they make that they make oh, mm-hmm. are getting good. really good. Yeah, Bojack, like Ozark, is... Bojack. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the last Stephen King movie that they adapted, nineteen twenty one, I think. Stranger that Things, was which is coming up. Oh, Stranger yeah. Things. Oh, that's, well, that's this month. Yeah, or not mm-hmm. this month. Next month. Next beginning month. Beginning of July. Yeah, I love Stranger Things. Yeah, me too. I'm so really good. excited. Yeah, for like their in house stuff, they're killing it. Mm-hmm. So, which I'm, 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 I like to see that. I mean, it sucks for like TV stations, but I mean, DirecTV charges it too much anyway for getting shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of these stations aren't actually producing good shows anymore anyway. Really? And ever since, honestly, ever since like the end of, for me, the end of Breaking Bad on AMC was like the last good TV show, like on just regular television to me. Yeah. My personal opinion. I mean, that, that, that's not including like HBO and Showtime and all that kind of stuff. So obviously, well, AMC kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had Breaking they Bad. They had Breaking Walking Bad, Dead Mad too. Men right before that. Yep. Walking, Walking Dead, Dead, which really kind of took a turn for me. I stopped yeah. watching it. That was pretty terrible. So, <clears throat> anyway, yeah. before we get wrapped up, is there anything else that you wanted to, other than TV shows? We, oh, yeah, we, other we, than we Netflix. Can, we can keep talking about TV shows, but <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> we always get off on like a weird tangent. So, um, no, I just, you know, I think you guys should try it out. Um, mm-hmm. If you'd like, just uh, send me an email or message me on the uh, Facebook or the Instagram. The Instagram's really cool, too, because, like, I'll always put, like, information on the Instagram. Uh, and then I usually link that to the Facebook, so mm-hmm. really you could get that up from both. But, like, if you just want, like, some neat factoids or some information about a certain uh, type of equipment, you can find all that on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's Kink. It's Kink, Kink Academy. Academy. Yep. Yeah, it's, and uh, we'll, we'll have all that linked. I don't know why I always ask, like, to spell it and stuff, because it's all going to be linked. In the description. I'll do it anyway because yeah, I, I, I like spell, a good yeah. spelling challenge. You know? it. It's a K I N K A D. Yeah, never mind. I can't do it. <laughs> I, think, I think I spelled it right over here. Is it A D E M Y or? I think it's A D E M Y, yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me check real quick. Pretty sure without looking at it. Load. Yes. K I N K A D E M Y. What did you just say? Key? Key? Did yeah. I say key? It's a, uh, key. It's a Greek letter. Key. <laughs> key and key. It's a new letter. It's a new letter. <laughs> Straight from my mouth. You heard it here first. Breaking news. There's now what? 20s? Wasted local talent exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back to the Greek alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what was cool. That? All right. Sorry. I'd, what was that thing that we saw? I think you were telling me about it, about the uh, Arabic numbers or whatever. Oh, Lord. Do we want to get on that? that Do you want to learn Arabic numbers? Do you want your kids learning Arabic numbers? No, my kids. Oh, my God. That was the best thing ever. Infidels, Muslims. (laughs) Somebody was obviously trolling people. And it turned out amazing. Yeah. Thanks, Marion County. You've been great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Until next time. Yep. Thanks for being on. Yeah. Thanks thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it.